You're listening to Moments from the Mount, a podcast from Mount Calvary Lutheran Church and Pastor Benjamin Schaefer. This is a sermon that was recently preached in our congregation. You can learn more at mtcalvaryreading.org or watch a sermon there. Thanks for listening. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from Jesus Christ our Savior who gave himself to rescue us from this present evil age. Amen. The word of God for today for our confirmation and reformation observance is the word of God from Revelation chapter 3 verse 11. There Jesus said, I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take your crown. This is God's word. Those were the days. Those were the days. We say things like that with a certain amount of longing. If only we could have it back the way it was. Those were the days. We say those things with a smile on our face. We remember the good times that we had, the blessings that God brought. Those were the days. We also say things like that with a certain amount of forgetfulness because we tend to forget the bad stuff and hold on to all the good memories even when we know that they weren't always happy days. Late in his life, Martin Luther told the story of how he discovered the gospel early in the Reformation. He was struggling to be at peace with God, whom he saw only as an angry judge. Luther described the moment of God's peace coming to him as an instantaneous miracle from the Lord, as if in a flash he had discovered the truth of salvation by faith alone in Christ, revealed in the scripture alone, all motivated and moved by God's grace alone. Martin Luther said, I felt that I was altogether born again and had entered paradise itself through open gates. Eureka! He got it. Or so the story goes. More than likely, Luther did not discover these Reformation truths in an instant. But rather, Luther gradually came to this conviction over time as he studied God's word. The Holy Spirit worked on Luther's head and his heart so that finally he was convinced of the truth. Finally, he saw salvation in Jesus Christ alone, apart from the works that we do or what the Pope was teaching, and Luther was not going to let go of it. I can't help but think that Luther, too, suffered a little bit from the happy days syndrome. Those were the days, forgetting somewhat the difficulty of studying and defending God's word at the start of the Reformation. Those were the days. Now, our observance of Reformation today is not some stroll through memory lane where we long for the good old days of Lutheranism. And I don't have any illusions that these four confirmands who will stand before the Lord's altar today will look back on their days in catechism class and say, those were the days. Now, today, 
we commemorate with the word of God and prayer the mighty work of reformation, work that God constantly does among his people. God, the Holy Spirit, constantly leads us to repentance and reform to treasure and take to heart the message of salvation in Jesus. The Reformation reminds us that truth must oppose error, that the certainty of the scriptures stands against the lies of the devil and that the truth of salvation in Jesus is worth holding on to with all our might because there are those today who want to take this treasure away from us. There are those who want to rob us of the truth and that's why Jesus calls on us today Hold on to the truth. Hold on to it in your heart and your hands. Now God's word from Revelation chapter 3 is taken from the letters to the seven churches. Now Jesus had a specific message for seven different churches in ancient Asia Minor, modern day Turkey. And so Jesus told each church what they needed to hear and he didn't shy away from encouraging them in just the right way. Now our specific verse is from Jesus' message to the church in Philadelphia. Not the city of brotherly love in Pennsylvania, but the original Philadelphia in modern day Turkey. Jesus told them, hold on to what you have. What did they have? (laughs) Well, they enjoyed the treasures of God's grace and his word. Just a couple verses earlier, Jesus had said that that he had given them an open door to the treasure house of heaven. No one can shut it. God is protecting them. God is keeping this door open for them. And they needed to hear this because there were those who wanted to slam the door in their faces. There were those who were rejecting the message of salvation. There were those who didn't appreciate that message who wanted to rob them of the certainty of their salvation and make them feel the pain of persecution. See, their days were already getting filled with trials and tribulations, dangers to their faith. Hold on to what you have, Jesus said. Hold on to it in your heart so that no one will take your crown. Jesus came, suffered, died, and rose again to win the victory for you and me. Jesus has placed on your head the victor's crown. He placed it on the heads of those who believed in Philadelphia, and he places it on the heads of those who believe today. He's using a picture of of an ancient Olympic Games event. The winner of the Olympic race would win a a crown, a wreath of of laurels, really. It, It wasn't that impressive in and of itself, just some plants woven together. And yet what that signified was victory. Everyone would know that's the winner. And you and I have that crown too. The eternal victory and all God's treasures are ours Through faith in Jesus Christ. You are a winner in God's sight. You're not a loser. You are a winner through Jesus. Jesus has blessed you and me with the treasure of his word. And the knowledge of salvation. And that's what the Reformation is all about. Discovering that treasure which had been buried under false teaching. 
Jesus allowed his people, like Martin Luther, to discover that treasure. And he allows you and me to discover it anew so that we hold that truth in our hearts. Hold on to what you have. You know, we've got some young people here who are going to stand up in front of God and this congregation and they're going to, they're going to say that they want, to, uh, they want to hold on to Jesus. They're going to confess that they believe in him as their savior. They're going to confess that they are ready to receive his body and blood in Holy Communion. You, young confirmants, you have these truths. You believe these truths. You're going to confess these truths. But you can also lose these truths. There's a danger that you will toss away the crown. Now, every person in this room is in danger of tossing away the crown and so losing heaven itself. Now, how could that be? Why would a Christian ever throw away the crown? Why would we ever forget the truth of the Reformation? Now, the reality is that you and I sometimes take for granted the things that are most common in our lives. How often doesn't it happen that you, you forget to say thank you to a close friend who's always there for you? Uh, she knows that I appreciate her, we tell ourselves. Or we take for granted that our spouse will understand and so we regularly schedule me time or uh, guys night out or girl time rather than rather than just a simple date night with our spouse. And then we act surprised when our friendships are faltering or our marriage is fading. I had no idea, we say. I never saw it coming. Sometimes we assume that things will always be the same and so we forget to hold on tightly. Sometimes the longer we hold something, like a job or a friendship or a marriage, the easier it is to get complacent. So what about you and your Savior? Do you still hold tenaciously to his gift of salvation? Or have you taken for granted the Reformation truth? Has your commitment to Christ turned into complacency toward the cross? Have you sub substituted the simple faith of your confirmation for your own ideas about God? Hold on to what you have, not just in your heart, but also in your hands. And that means actually doing things to reflect the truth you believe and the joy that you have in Jesus Christ. Pick up your Bible and read it. Receive the sacrament regularly. I've heard Lutherans uh, gently mock the way that Roman Catholic churches offer precious little instruction in God's word. I've heard how the nuns used to smack unruly kids in the classroom and the whole class never opened their Bible once, people say, in Catholic school. But then those same Lutheran Christians don't take the time to read God's word in their homes or talk about God's word with their family members. Jesus is more than picture on the wall. He is our Savior. Hold Reformation truth in your heart and in your hands because the unholy trinity is out to get you. The unholy trinity? You guys remember what that is? <laughs> That's the devil, the world, and our sinful nature. 
Now, these enemies don't want us holding on to God's word and they will do everything in their power to pry your fingers off of the Reformation truth which you hold so dear. And the devil doesn't necessarily pull out a crowbar and get you to, uh, to pry your fingers off the Bible. No, he's content to put some grease on that Bible. So it slips out of your hands when you need it most. And the world will pressure you with the pleasures all around you and friends who don't believe. And your own sinful nature inside of you will tell you that you know it all, that you're good to go, that you can take it easy for Take a few Sundays off. You just got confirmed. Put it on cruise control and ride the wave for a little bit. And all of this underscores the point. Christians can lose the crown through carelessness to the cross. But you and I don't worship a wimp. A mighty fortress is our God. Jesus Christ is not a loser. He is the ultimate winner. We turn to him with humble hearts and we bow our heads. And he doesn't get out the ruler to smack us. No, he places on our heads the crown of victory. He gives to you and me the crown of victory because he wore a crown of thorns when he died in our place. He gives us the crown of victory not because we earn or deserve it, but because he loves us simply by grace alone. Through faith in Jesus Christ, you and I really do conquer. We are victors too, even when we die. Hold on to Jesus. He promises you, I am coming soon. He is holding you right now in his hands. He upholds you through all, and all this will fade away. This world will disappear with a roar, and Jesus Christ will be back in all his glory And we will be with the Lord forever. The Lord will rescue us from every evil attack and bring us safely to his heavenly kingdom. Those were the days, we sometimes say. It's good to remember and to rejoice in what the Lord has worked in our lives, what he worked in the past through Martin Luther and other faithful pastors and teachers that we've known and trusted. But today we get to say, these are the days. This is the day of the Lord's favor. Now is the time to trust in Christ and to turn with him and to hold on to him with all our might. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen.